0: Today, we remember Elizabeth Cady Stanton, the famed women's rights activist. Although she is less well known now than her close friend and intellectual partner, Susan B. Anthony, Stanton is renowned for advocating the right to vote for women and helping to orchestrate the first women's rights convention at Seneca Falls, New York, in 1848. Described by historian Laurie Ginsburg as, quote, brilliant, self righteous, charismatic, self indulgent, mischievous, intimidating, and charming. End quote. Stanton was, however, a force to be reckoned with. She was also the most important and celebrated female intellectual of her time. Elizabeth Cady Stanton was born on November 12, 1815 in Johnstown, New York, to a prominent family. When she was 11 years old, after the death of her only brother, her father said to her, Oh, my daughter, I wish you were a boy. It is unclear whether he meant the comment as an affront or as a statement on the injustice that Stanton, even though she was very bright, would nonetheless be limited by the fact of her sex. In either case, Stanton took it as a challenge. She was inspired not only to prove to her father that she would not be limited by society, but also to ensure that future generations of women would not have to break barriers in order to live up to their potential. In the 19th century, the ideal woman was supposed to be pious, pure, maternal, and most of all, dependent on men. In this paternalistic world, most people thought that women were more naturally suited to life in a home, where they could be protected from the evil and corruption of the world. Stanton knew that this dependency, bred into women from birth, left many without a safety net in which they could fall when life fell short of the ideal. Although far from dependent herself, Stanton understood just how difficult life as a wife and mother could be in the mid-19th century. Because her husband Henry traveled regularly, she was often left alone to raise her seven children. Stanton loved marriage and motherhood, but at the same time felt the frustration of being confined to a home, particularly when it prevented her from traveling and advocating on behalf of women's rights. She channeled her frustrations into the statement of purpose that she wrote in anticipation of the first Women's Rights Convention held in Seneca Falls in July of 1848. The document, known as the Declaration of Rights and Sentiments, outlined the ways in which men had held women in, quote, absolute tyranny, end quote. These included denying a woman the right to vote, the right to own property and earn wages, and the right to divorce her husband without losing custody of her children. They also prevented her from receiving a good education and obtaining a good job, created a double moral standard for men and women, and lessened, quote, her self-respect and made her willing to lead a dependent and abject life. Stanton was a revolutionary thinker. She proposed drastic changes in the way that society, religion, culture, and the law treated women. She envisioned a world where women could vote, hold political office, own property, earn wages, acquire good educations, get divorced, and be safe from domestic violence. At the same time, she was also a product of her time, her race, and her class. Although she opposed slavery and was active in abolitionist circles, Stanton often expressed indignation that men, quote, withheld from women rights that are given to the most ignorant and degraded men both natives and foreigners," end quote. She professed throughout her life the belief that the limitations society placed on women simply because they were female were not only oppressive, but also dangerous. In a speech she delivered to Congress in 1892, Stanton claimed, quote, no matter how much women prefer to lean, to be protected and supported, nor how much men desire to have them do so, they must make the voyage of life alone, and for safety in an emergency, they must know something of the laws of navigation." Quote. Although Stanton did not live to see women gain the right to vote after World War I, she remained active until the end of her life, writing books, giving speeches, and campaigning. She died on October 26, 1902, 18 years before the passage of the Nineteenth Amendment. Elizabeth Cady Stanton was willing to criticize some of the most deeply held beliefs of her time and insisted on questioning what most deemed natural and therefore unchangeable. She believed passionately that women had enormous potential to offer the world, if only they were given the opportunity.